is the anthem of the adventurer. The show for men who are tired of forsaking their dreams, who are willing to risk, to dare greatly, and know in their soul that their desire for adventure is good. It's time to venture into the wild places in our hearts. Here's your host, Dan Saner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer podcast. I'm your host, Dan Zayner, and today we've got a good buddy of mine, Nick Devlin, who is a entrepreneur, a coach, and a former Army Ranger. He's a really cool dude with some really great stories, and I know you're going to love this interview, but... A little bit of business first. We have some resources for you to help you get into more adventure in your life. First off, make sure you sign up for our email list at the bottom of our website, anthemoftheadventurer.com. You'll get all the updates for all the big changes that are coming in the month of May. So make sure that you're subscribed so you get all that goodness coming to you in your email inbox. Okay, once you've done that, head over to the big blue box at the top of the website to get your Adventure Challenge book from our friends at the Adventure Challenge. And if you use the promo code DAN10 at checkout, you'll get a 10% off coupon on your first order. Super awesome. And they, those books are amazing. We love ours. Uh, we get it out every now and then when we're in a bit of a rut and uh, just need to do something different and something where... We don't have to plan very much. They're great casual adventures, something you can do, most of them, on just a weeknight with what you got in your house. Um, there's some that require you to, to go places, some that require you to spend a little bit of money, but not much. And they're always a good time and lots of laughs. Really highly recommend it. So grab your book and uh, you will not regret it. Now, if you're in for some deeper adventures, if you're already in the thick of some crucial adventures, as we call them, maybe you've started a business, maybe you're leading a movement or a company or just wanting to lead your family better. Actually, I'll be more precise. You want to manage your family better. And if you want to know why I made that distinction there, check out our friends over at SEAL Team Leaders, Larry Atch and the, co the company over there are focused on training and courses for creating operating and sustaining high-functioning teams. And as you know, a life full of adventure can't be done alone. You need a team. You need to do a little bit of planning. That's what we're all about. So check it out, sealteamleaders.com. Now, speaking of special forces, <laughs> we've got my buddy Nick Devlin and a great conversation about the mindset you need to live a life full of adventure that we're all called to. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Okay, welcome to another episode of the Anthem of the Adventurer, coming at you from the Adventure Shed, where it is nice and toasty for uh, for a change. It's in the 40s here in Indiana. Uh, the maple sap has started flowing, and super excited to chat with uh, my buddy Nick Devlin today. We've been uh, working on scheduling this for a while, and super excited to chat with him today. Welcome, Nick. Good to see you, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Dan. Always a pleasure to chat. 
Oh, gosh, I'm so excited to to get into everything that you've got going on. But first, uh, as usual, we're going to set the stage with a challenge. And I saw the gears turning when we were talking before we hit record. <laughs> so what do you got for us? What what are you going to challenge me and the, the audience to do? Yeah, so I don't know if any of your listeners are fans of Fight Club, but, you know, what I immediately went to was like, uh, <laughs> you know, when Brad Pitt is like creating his army, you know, and he's like shaving everybody's heads and they're, they're space monkeys getting ready to be shot in the space, right? And they all have these, these kind of missions that they have to go on. So that's where I went. Maybe it's just me. Uh, what I would love to challenge your listeners and, and you to do is something that I challenge myself to do on a regular basis, and that is to face a fear that you have. And ideally, this is a social fear. So... This is something that, you know, is challenging you to get out of your comfort zone. Um, you know, it's to have an important conversation with somebody to clear the air. Um, maybe it's something you need to apologize for or ask, you know, ask for help somewhere. Um, all of those types of things bring up fear in us because, you know, we're so used to staying safe. And oftentimes in our lives when we've reached out, you know, and we've really spoken up for ourselves, we get squashed, right? So that's my challenge to, to everybody here is to think about what is one thing that you could do that would move you closer to what you're trying to accomplish and trying to create in your life that's scary and go face that. That is very timely because I have got that on the calendar for next Monday. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's top of mind for me because I've been making some big moves in this area and, uh, and you know, I'd love to, I don't know how this would happen, but I'd love to hear from anybody going through this experience, you know, what that's like. Because for me, moving through that fear has created freedom, you know, it yeah. created inner peace in my life. And so, uh, so that's the challenge. Yeah, that's awesome. So if you're listening to this and you do take the challenge on, you know, shoot Nick a message on, on Instagram or Facebook or, or, you know, you'll be able to comment on the post for, for his episode um, with what you did with it. I and mean, we'd love to hear, uh, we always love to hear what people are doing with these challenges because that's why we do them is so that people will go out and do it. So uh, we're all, I'm always open to feedback and I know Nick is as well. So yeah, if you take this on, it would be amazing to hear some, some stories from the field. So now, now that we've set the, set the stage appropriately, so who is Nick and what is he about? <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, I've been through many different evolutions, and at the moment, uh, I'm embracing being the life adventure coach. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I am a life coach. I coach one-on-one. I coach in groups. Uh, I facilitate events. And everything that I'm creating is built on this idea that life is an adventure. And so it's, you know, it's my, my belief that we're here to come fully alive in our life adventure and explore it to the fullest uh, together. So, uh, you know, that's what I'm here to do is to help as many people as possible come fully alive, you know, explore their, their life like an adventure, live more adventurously, um, and create something bigger for themselves and ultimately create a better world. Mm. This is why we get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a big vision. You know, I really do, you know, my, my big dream is to, is to live in a world where people are connected to their dreams and are, you know, living fully inspired every day. Uh, because I think that that leads to a world that's just more loving and joyful and free. Um, 
And I think that sounds pretty awesome. So I agree. <laughs> I absolutely agree. Um, so the word adventure gets thrown around a lot, uh, yeah. you know, especially if you're you know, in, in, in some of the visual media out there. Yeah. So what, what does that really mean to you? Like um, more precisely? Yeah, it's a great question. So the, the place I always start is that there's two things that come up for me when I hear the word adventure, and that's uncertainty and excitement. And I think those are two components that are that are crucial um, anytime that you set out to do something in your life, right? If you're feeling excitement and uncertainty, you're probably in the right place at about the right level of challenge, of, of inspiration. Um, and, you know, when I say life is an adventure and I, and I say I want people to live their most adventurous life, I don't necessarily mean they have to be, you know, airborne rangers and, you know, jumping out of planes and <laughs> rappelling off buildings and, you know, rock climbing, surfing, all that kind of stuff. That's great. And that's, that's a lot of what lights me up. But what I mean is that it can be everything from that to, hey, I just want to be more authentic, more courageous, more vulnerable in my relationships. You know, I want to show up fully as a man, as a woman, as a human, you know, for my family, um, for my job. Uh, just live a more inspired, you know, heart-centered life. And every day is an adventure. You know, I can share plenty of examples how the, the most, you know, mundane thing can be an adventure in your life. And so that's what I'm really talking about is, is getting people to reframe the opportunity that this life provides. Yeah, I, I really appreciate that because that's... Uh very much what I'm you know, working towards in, in my own life and with, with you know, everybody I interact with. And I don't know about you, but uh, is it even though you're in this and you're leading others into it, is it still hard for you? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is as much uh, a call to adventure for me as it is for everyone else, you know, and um, that's, that's the beauty of being a coach is, and I often say that being a coach means that you sign a contract that says you will always be on the front lines of your own transformation. Yeah. And, and, and that isn't always, um, exciting and joyful, right? Sometimes that's really hard and really painful. Uh, but it's a commitment that I make to stay in that zone of transformation so that I can be learning and growing and serving, um, you know, the most, most powerful way that I can for others. Hmm. What, what have been some of those moments of transformation for you? Man, where do we start? <laughs> um, you know, you chronologically so, or, yeah. or by magnitude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll start with, uh, you know, I, I, the moment that I really started to shift towards living a more intentional life, which led me to becoming a coach and leaving the corporate, you know, hustle and grind, um, was I... So just real quick backstory, you know, I, I went to college on, on track with all the expectations of, of my time. You know, I was uh, 18, went to college, uh, got a mechanical engineering degree, um, just followed the motion, you know, went through the motions, followed the steps, the expectations, got a job, um, was just on that kind of track. And after about seven or eight years, I was, I was bored, you know, I was frustrated. And I took a hard left turn. I joined the military, and uh, yeah. became, I became a, a 75th uh, Regiment Airborne Ranger. 
um, just because Ooh. I wanted, yeah, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted some more adventure in my life. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, and that did it. Yeah, that definitely did it. Uh, you know, and uh, we can dive more into that journey, but I spent four years there, multiple deployments, uh, had the time of my life in many ways, a lot of challenges in that time as well. Uh, but getting out of the military after four years, I was now married, you know, starting a family and went back into what I knew, which was engineering, even though I wasn't really excited to do that at the time, it was safe. Um, and that whole time I felt like I, I had more capacity to lead. I had, there was, there had to be something bigger. So the only thing I could think of was to go for my MBA, which I ended up doing and, um, completed my MBA at Cornell, uh, which, you know, if you had told me when I was younger that I would complete an Ivy league MBA or told you, you were nuts, you know? <laughs> but somehow I'm, I fell through the, the cracks in the admissions and, and ended up finding myself in that kind of program. And that was a great experience as well. Shortly after finishing that program, uh, I got a great job as a manager with a med device company. It meant I had to move from New Hampshire to New Jersey, but I've always been one for that kind of, you know, uh, bold move. And so moved myself and now my wife and three kids to New Jersey yeah, and, and jumped squarely into the rat race, right? We were living really right outside of Manhattan. Oh man. And, um, yeah. And, and, you know, all along this way, I, I was seeking accomplishment. I was achievement, you know, I was very, um, goal driven and I was in a state of control and that worked for a while until it didn't. And that, that big transformational moment that you asked about this one that kind of set me on a new path, um, was really sort of rock bottom. I was holding on so tightly and eventually I just couldn't, I couldn't hold on anymore. And uh, didn't know what I didn't know, but at the time, you know, my life was falling apart and I had blinders on just, what's the next goal? How do I get the next promotion? Uh, keep achieving, you know, climb that corporate ladder. Cause that's just what I thought that was what I was supposed to do. And if I look back and say, okay, well, I got the degree, I got the masters, I guess I have to follow this path now. And, you know, kind of if this, then that very logical, but not driven by any grander vision or passion and, as a result, things were falling apart in my life. And a friend of mine asked me a very provocative question at the right time. He said, do you want to stay married to Camilla? And that question rocked my world. I didn't, I didn't even know that was the question I was supposed to be considering, but it certainly was. And once mm -hmm. I had that kind of awakening, um, which by the way, that's, that's a coaching scenario. Right. All, <laughs> yeah. all coaching is, is observation, conversation and co-creation. Yeah. Right? Asking so, the right question at the right time, the right time in a, in a you know, environment of safety, of the presence of trust and, um, you know, and really kind of shifting what's possible. And so hearing that question, I couldn't unhear it and it took me a few days to answer it. But when I did, I answered yes. But saying, yes, I want to stay married, man, I had to completely redesign my life. And, uh, and so that's what I did. Mm. And, uh, it, was, uh, it was a big disruption, but ultimately has led to, you know, me living my dream today. And I'm still married and I have, you know, a great relationship with my wife and my kids. And, um, and I don't think if I, had, if I hadn't listened, you know, if I hadn't been present for that opportunity of transformation, 
then uh, things may have been very different at this point. Yeah. I mean, I, I really appreciate that uh, aspect of your story because a lot of it mirrors my own story. I mean, I'm you know, mechanical engineering background, didn't go to the military, just went the dipping the toe into the, the special forces world of just doing some go ruck events, like go yeah. <laughs> in. Um, similar thing and finding like, oh yeah, I, I don't actually enjoy engineering as much as, you know, I thought I did. And just, this is what I'm supposed to felt like. This is what I'm supposed to do. Cause that's what you do with an engineering degree. You just go right. forward until you can't anymore. Um, and yeah, it, it just takes those, you know, some, sometimes somebody shakes you in a little bit or nudges you off course and, and you look around and go, I don't really want to be here actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that, and that's scary. Right. So there's, there's a lot of things we could talk about in this, in this arena, but um, one of the biggest things that jumps right up is fear. You know, it's, it's fear of like, yeah. well, wait a second. Now what? Right. That's the unknown. That's the uncertainty. Um, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable mm-hmm. here, even if I'm not really comfortable, <laughs> you know, I know this. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so to, you know, to really take that leap into the unknown is scary. And, and you, you really ultimately don't want to do that alone. You know, I, I yeah. luckily, you know, this friend that asked this question also became a sort of guide, you know, informally for a little while. And then, um, and then I realized I needed a coach, you know, especially once I decided, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in coaching, you know, so I better get a coach and, you know, having that, coach there for me it was a coach you know it could be a mentor it could be a trusted friend it could be um you you can you can craft your own support network um i'll say that typically takes a lot more effort to get that right and curate that mm-hmm. than it does to you know to find a coach that, that that fits and that can help you but um you know having that guide who's gonna help you along the way and uh encourage you and you know challenge you and um, help you avoid some of the pitfalls and get get to where you want to be faster um, is uh, is totally essential. So yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. A, a friend of mine who's a, a business coach once said, "Like you know, you can do what you want to do with without a coach with the right support network, but it's just going to take a lot longer." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like potentially decades. I, I, yeah. I can think of one person off the top of my head who has done that successfully and is very successful now. Um, and, and we'll say, oh, I've never had a coach, you know, he's had a lot of different su- supporters that have coached him along the way. But, um, I think, I think most people really, really would benefit and, and really need, especially when you're jumping into some, some big new adventure, uh, need, need that coach. Yeah. What do you think it is for, for people who are maybe just realizing that, they don't really like where they're at. They don't like the trajectory of where they're going. Like what's that first step to kind of open them up to these different possibilities? Yeah. So the first step is sort of what you described, right? It's just recognizing where you're at and admitting that you're not a hundred percent happy. Right. So that's going to, that's going to start to set some things in motion. And so I think just being aware of where you're at, admitting that you're not a hundred percent happy, and then being open to the possibility that that there is something some something grander for you, you know, available to you, um, and start to and start to seek it, 
you know it's it's there's some magic right and we there's there's ancient wisdom you know that applies here right see can you show find mm-hmm. a great example of that um, and it's true you know i believe that the universe is here to support us and it's just kind of like waiting in the wings when we're not engaged fully in our lives but when we start to engage and say wait a second there's got to be something more which by the way right now is a is a huge time of of that you know inquiry for a lot of people with the mm-hmm. pandemic and with everything that's going on in our lives you know people are going this isn't this isn't exactly what i expected you know or what i want now so it's a great time to to reach out you know and there's you could start by looking for a book that resonates you know there's there's some great wisdom uh great mentors that can speak to you through books uh most coaches have uh a free, you know, 15 minute to a one hour exploratory session. I did that with a handful of coaches before I selected one that I actually wanted to, to hire. Uh, and that was extremely helpful, right? There's, there's a, so any, anything you can do to just seek, you know, start asking the right questions. Yeah. Because questions, questions are the most powerful thing that we have uh, to get into our imagination and, and to receive, you know, wisdom from so many different sources. I heard a really good quote. Um, I'm working through uh, Morgan Snyder's book, Becoming a King. I think we've talked about it before. If yes. we haven't, we should. Yep. But um, <laughs> uh, in, in the study guide and in, in the book, he mentions uh, a quote. I, I can't remember if it's A.W. Tozier or G.K. Chesterton, but somebody or Dallas Willard, someone in that vein. Um, answers before questions can can really be harmful. That was kind of the mm-hmm. gist of it. Mm-hmm. And like, if you, if you don't have the, the questions first and before getting the answers to them, you know, you're not going to get the gold out of not necessarily suffering, but just discovering it for yourself. And so, you know, leveling up the kind of the kinds of questions that you're asking can really help you start to do a lot of the, the growth that you want. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And a great question if, if someone's still struggling with this concept is just, what do I need to know right now? Right? Yeah. Literally an open-ended question like that asked from, you know, from the heart, maybe, maybe you get into meditation, maybe you just get quiet, um, you know, and ask that question and let it go. Don't, you don't need to get in your brain and come up with solutions right away. But what is it I most need to know right now? Let it go and be open to, to receiving you know, some, some insights, some intuitions. And especially taking the pressure off. Like, yeah, I know for me learning to hear, uh, you know, what I would call voice of God. It's like, I can't put pressure on it because then it's, I'm not going to be ready to to listen. I'm not going to be ready to hear anything. Yeah. So you've got to practice. Like, so how do you start practicing that? Because you don't start with the big existential life questions like, Oh, what am I supposed to do with the rest of my life? Like that's not going to work. Yeah. Well, you know, it can, I, I think necessarily you know, some people get stuck there, but I think there's a couple different ways to look at it, right? You, you can look at, okay, you know, when I'm a hundred years plus old, if I get that lucky, what do I want to look back at, at, you know, what do I want to be, what do I want to be most proud of, you know, and just, that's a great way to sort of get into the imagination, but yes, then bring it back into, you know, a closer timeline. Um, what, what do I want to be doing next year? You know, do I still want to be in this job grinding it out? Do I still want to be, you know, on the corporate track or do I want to start looking at 
you know, what would it be like to be an entrepreneur? You know, what would be a side hustle I could do or just some other thing I could get involved in? You know, maybe it's social activism, maybe it's volunteering. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's a lot of different ways you can kind of experiment. And that's one of the, one of the core messages that I bring as a, as a life coach is that we can look at our life with a spirit of adventure, with a spirit of play and turn all these things into little experiments you know, take that pressure off that you're talking about. We, we, that's all in our head. We put so much pressure on ourselves to get things, to get things right. Right. We're afraid to make mistakes. We're afraid to try because we might look foolish, you know, and, and all these things are, it's okay. Everybody goes through that because we all went through the industrial age, you know, programming in schools and, and in families at the time where, you know, we got in trouble for, trying something new or, or really expressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we just said, okay, that's not safe. Shut it down. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, a great way to start to really connect to what inspires you and, and seek those answers for you know a dream that you may have to create in your life is to start looking at them like little experiments. Don't put too much on them. You know, go have fun, go have fun with it. Right. Try something once. Mm-hmm. See how it turns out, and then and then review and reflect and learn from that. Um, you know, yeah. There was a really good challenge from one of our previous podcast guests around that of uh, Mitch Matthews, and he was just saying, "Hey, how about you just challenge yourself to be bad at something for a little while? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. pick something to suck at for a little bit. Yeah, and and let that be okay. Yeah." That's that's a great. Uh, I love that idea. I mean, be a, be a beginner, right? Yeah. Be okay with not knowing, and uh, yeah, and sucking at something because you're going to learn, right? You're going to learn. So how do you how do you then help people turn kind of this dreaming into a focus? Uh, turn turn that focus away from accomplishment because you can you can easily get into that trap of, well, I just want to do more. I want to do yeah. more things. Yeah, but what I'm what I think I'm hearing you say is it's it's not about the doing necessarily. The doing is just a byproduct. So can you uh, unpack that a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great uh, exploration. I love this. So um, you know we're we're humans being right. We're not humans doing. So um, but there is this focus for most of us on the to do list, right? And and the next goal and and you know the, the next achievement, the next accomplishment, and. You know, I think most people are not actually looking for how much can I accomplish, you know, or like what's the biggest win that I can have. Most people are looking for sort of those intangibles, right? Inner Mm -hmm. peace, freedom, um, excitement, love, you know, and these these are experiences that don't come from the to-do list. You know, these these are experiences that come from exploring how you want to be. And, you know, there's, there's three key components really to transformation and that's, uh, beliefs becoming and belonging. Mm. Right. So the, 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 the true, the true treasure comes from being comfortable, you know, where you are right now with who you are right now. Uh, while continuing to pursue your dream. So it doesn't mean like, oh, that's not important, right? Like 
accomplishing things is great. And it's, and it is required to put some effort in and to explore and to experiment, you know, and play with different things and, and pursue your dream, pursue your, your vision. But it is also possible to be happy, to be content, you know, in, in the now, right. To be present. And, uh, and I think that's what most people are looking for, whether they realize it or not. Yeah. So, you know, when we come back to this, this model of beliefs becoming and belonging, there's this constant tension between those three things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're where you, where you are now, you have belonging, your environment, your friends, you know, what you're doing, you, you belong, there's safety in that. As soon as you realize, Hey, I want something more, you know, you hear that call to adventure. Now you're beginning the process of becoming, mm-hmm. but becoming and belonging are always in, in tension. So, you know, you're stepping out of that safety zone um, into, you know, the, the, the zone of adventure um, and that's necessary to become. And then eventually, you know, you're, you become that and you create this new sense of belonging and the whole cycle starts again. And along the way, you're constantly reviewing your beliefs. So beliefs, all beliefs are limiting and all beliefs are learned. So the good news there is that we have the opportunity to explore beliefs and to upgrade them. And those beliefs will support who we want to become Mm, and creating that new sense of belonging. So that's, it's kind of conceptual, right? But, you know, an example from my own life is the belief that I can be a world-class coach, right? When I was an engineer, I didn't hold that belief. You know, I thought I'm a pretty good mentor. I'm good, good at like, you know, communicating stuff like that. But in order for me to become the coach that I am now, the entrepreneur that I am now, and the man that I am now, I had to upgrade, install a new belief that said, I am capable of becoming a world-class coach. Right? So that's, that's one example of how that uh, interplays. And, you know, that stretch, that tension between belonging and becoming, man, I mean, to go from an engineer to a life coach... Like there's a lot of relationships a, that shift. <laughs> oh yeah, there's, there's a big shift in there. Yeah, and then to go from you know corporate get paid every two weeks no matter what I do to entrepreneur you know really truly earning my living through adding value every day, um, you know there's a ton of tension there as well. Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's really um, that's that's kind of a description of the journey, I guess. To yeah, your question. I, I like how you you. you put the, the relationship between the beliefs, you know, what you're becoming, where you're belonging right now. Um, there's another, I, I keep going back to becoming a king because it's such a good book. Um, and Morgan would be the first one to say, none of these concepts are original to him. Um, and I think this was another Dallas Willard one of, uh, you know, your, your actions reveal your beliefs hundred percent mm-hmm. of the time. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you find that to be true as well? Or like, if someone's trying to figure like, what are my beliefs? Yeah. You look at your actions, say, yeah. okay, what's my motivation beneath that action? And then yeah. what belief does that motivation reveal about me? Do you have kind of a similar framework there? Yeah, there's, you can definitely do a scan uh, like that say, well, you know, looking at my life now, what am I committed to? You know, what, what am I doing? Those will point to your beliefs. Um, and then when you start to get in a little bit of the deeper work, especially in, in a one-on-one situation uh, with a coach, you can really start to see like how are things unfolding in my life, 
right? And then that starts to get us closer to the fears because fears and beliefs are, are you know, connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and so by looking at your week or month or whatever, you know, you're reviewing, okay, how, how did it go? Um, those beliefs are going to start coming up. Right. A lot of, they look at, look like limiting beliefs, look like limiting thoughts, look like fears. Um, and so it's very helpful. And this is, this is part of the reason it's so important to have a coach or a guy or a mentor is that this work is very difficult, if not impossible to do on your own. Yeah. You know, to, <laughs> believe to, me, I've tried. <laughs> yeah. To truly look in the mirror, you know, and, and see what's going on, uh, because we all have our own biases and filters and, lenses, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, a coach is that person who can observe you in action and say, well, what's going on there? You know, like you, you, you were going this way and then you took a hard left, you know, that, that pivotal moment there is going to point to a belief. It's going to point to a fear, especially when it's related to, you know, pursuing something that's important to you. And then all of a sudden you, you know, you were on Facebook for an hour. What happened? Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the beliefs are all there. They're all there. They're they're plain to see when you start to look. But you got to look. Most people are on autopilot. Yeah, most people are just squarely in their comfort zone. What What are some of those common limiting beliefs that like guys, especially, kind of, we'll say, in the decade of their early thirties to early forties? What do you, What do you see coming up for for those guys yeah. there? Yeah, the, the biggest the biggest core belief that, that I think limits most people is is I'm not enough, right? I I don't matter. I'm not enough. Um, you know, those those are the biggest underlying beliefs. Uh, we all have fears around social interaction, what I call social play, right? and that comes straight from Coachville, which is uh, where I was trained and had some amazing mentors through that program. Um, Deanna Stahl, David Buck, uh, these, these social play actions are like, you know, relating to others, right? Creating something from, from you, um, uh, you know, relating, creating, um, exploring, experimenting, all those things. It's like putting yourself out there, right? In a, in a social environment. And so then we face the fears of rejection, making mistakes, you know, disappointing others. Um, and so the, the beliefs that tie into those fears, you know, are pretty, pretty obvious, right? It's like, well, I don't, I don't really have anything worth saying, you know, I, I, I don't really have value here. Um, you know, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm not creative, you know, so all of that starts to, starts to be exposed when you when you get out there and play mm-hmm. and as, as you're saying that like i that has definitely rung true for me of you know yeah I'm, I'm not enough feeling like i'm not worthy don't have anything to say and the for me the more i've embraced like yeah i may not have anything worth saying right now and that's totally fine yeah. but i will have something worth saying once i do some more work and let's just work on that for now. And that's cool. Yeah. Or yeah, I may not provide value in this particular situation, but my work as a, my worth as a person is secure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, 
you know, life is an adventure, right? And so, you know, there's so many different things that we can explore. And it all starts with ourself, you know, exploring, you know, internally what's going on there. You know, what is, what are these things that are holding you back from becoming your most epic human, you know, your most epic adventurer? Um, because all it is, is this veil, you know, that's, that's what I've been learning. And that's to take it back to the, the challenge that we put out, you know, is I recognize in my own life that I had things that I, thoughts and beliefs in my own head that were keeping me from being more free, you know? And so, um, it's ultimately all about energy, right? We're on this, we're on this life adventure. We are creators. We are, we are energy. And throughout our life, we get all these kind of messages to tone it down or, you know, Oh, we made a big mistake. We got embarrassed. You know, somebody made fun of us, got yelled at. Um, and we start to shut these, these pieces of ourselves down, you know, these unique expressions of ourself, of our wholeness. And we just tone it all down until it's just all, it's all muted, you know, and everything, nobody's, we're not bothering anybody. We're not rocking the boat. You know, we've talked about the, the, the beige, you know, the beige cubicle and khaki pants and like, yeah, you know, right. That's, that's what our lives can become when we turn off all those things that make us unique, that, that make us, you know, who we are. And the, the whole mission of bringing people to, through their most adventurous life and their most alive experience is to start bringing those things back online. Yeah. You know, you, and that's where all this stuff that we talked about comes back in, right? Is I'm not enough. I'm not special. You are unique. You know, you, you are here. You are this like amazing probability. The fact that you're here alive right now in this time as a human, you know, and that matters. And the world needs you to come alive. It needs you to express your gifts, to discover those gifts, right? Maybe. Yeah. And turn back on your superpowers. There's people here that need you to come fully alive because you're meant to serve them. Right. And as a human family, we're meant to serve each other, lift each other up. Um, and so it's important, you know, it's important work. So look within and say, okay, what do I need to do to, to get started? What am I excited about? You know, bring, bring your heart back online. You know, what lights me up? Uh, and start exploring those, seeking those answers, exploring that, you know, find a guide, start adventuring um, and, uh, and start coming back online. Mm, man, I love it. Um, as, as we kind of round third for home here, what, what are some books, some tools, some resources that you found really helpful for, for yourself and for your clients that you can point, point people to? Uh, I've got a list a mile long. Um, I love, I'm a book collector and I've, there's a lot that have really, really helped me. Um, one of the, one of the first ones I started diving into when I started my most recent, uh, transformation journey was as a man thinketh mm. by James Allen. It's great. It dives into, you know, really how your thoughts become your life. You know, it kind of breaks it out, uh, the, the steps, uh, why that's so important. Um, there's another one called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, S-I-N-C-E. Yeah. 
That's a fantastic book. She's she's uh, she's got a great sense of humor and great writing style, and uh, I found that to be really inspiring. Um, and then uh, the latest one that I'm diving into is The Art of Impossible. Kotler. Mm. And uh, he did a ton of research for this book, and it's it, it dives into um, the neuroscience around how we are really hardwired to play big. Ultimately, that's, you know, and, and I won't go all the way into it, but uh, it's something that I really resonate with and that I bring into my coaching is that when we feel good, right, when we are aligned with something that lights us up, we're getting rewarded by our body, right? We're, it's, our body is designed to show us the way. So when we're enjoying ourselves, we're getting all the good stuff, right? Norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, um, you know, and that those chemicals help create a more curious, creative environment for us to explore mm. and, and to create, right? And then the opposite is also true, right? When we feel dread, when we feel drained, when we're feeling dead inside, when we, you know, hey, it's Monday morning and, you know, I got to get up and go to the office and I, you know... I mean, I've been there, right? That's that's true suffering. And the body is telling us something, right? We're feeling anxiety. We're feeling, you know, upset stomach. We're not feeling good. It's a clue, right? <laughs> These are all yeah. clues. And so the more that we can, more that we can put ourselves into that peak um, chemical environment, right? The peak physiological environment, the more that we can live our best life. And then we can also start to learn how do we actually, you know, create that. So when we're in a situation where we're feeling anxious or depressed or, you know, upset, there's tools. And these are a lot of things that I bring into my coaching that we can actually shift our state into one where we're feeling, you know, we're feeling this positive, uh, that positive feedback. And then we create from that state. Cool. Yeah. So those, those are just three books. I mean, yeah, I've got a whole library that I could share. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Um, you know, we might, we might need to do a blog a blog post with you on your 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 favorite books from the library. Yeah, um, I love it. So your sound just got different. Got yes, my headphones just muffled. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> note note the self for editing. Yeah. I was hoping they would make it to the end, but they didn't. Um, so, <laughs> so where can where can people find you and, and start working with you on on the coaching side, or uh, just follow along with what what good you're doing in the world? Yeah, so there's a number of places. Uh, NickDevlinCoaching.com is the website. There's a lot of stuff on there. You can check out um, the real Nick Devlin on Insta, and then NickDevlinCoach at Gmail.com is a great way to get a hold of me as well. And, um, you know, something I, I want to promote that's, that I'm really excited about creating right now is called the Explorer Academy. And this is a, this is a group uh, experience that I've created and there's already one cohort going through and it's been just this amazing experience of connection, of community. You know, we're, we're really exploring um, what it is that each individual wants to create around this idea of embracing life as an adventure. And in the process, uh, the coolest thing has been just seeing this group come together 
and challenge each other and support each other and really hold space for, you know, some, some pretty vulnerable moments. Um, and I feel like right now is such an important time to get in a group, you know, find a tribe where it's all on Zoom right now. Eventually it will be in person, you know, for some things. Um, and eventually, you know, the, the, the big vision for, uh, for my business is to hold live adventure experiences, you know, multi-day retreats with epic uh, elements to it. Um, but right now we're doing what we can. And with, with these groups being informed by that grander vision, uh, it's just amazing to see what's happening. Uh, and so, yeah, highly, highly suggest if you're, if you're feeling disconnected, feeling kind of frustrated or overwhelmed or just like you're bored going through the motions, you know, find a group that can challenge you, can lift you up uh, and inspire you. And, uh, you know, if you can't find anything else, the Explorer Academy is here for you. Awesome, man. I love that. Uh, we'll make sure to put links to all that in the show notes. And, uh, man, it, it's just been awesome connecting with you. I know it's been a long time coming to have a longer chat. Yeah. So I really yeah. appreciate your time and, and hanging out with you today. It's been awesome as always. Yeah, likewise, brother. Always a pleasure. We'll see you soon. Take care. See you soon. Thanks for joining us today on the Anthem of the Adventurer. Make sure that you subscribe to our email list to get all of our updates on the anthemoftheadventurer.com. Like us and follow us on Instagram and Pinterest to get all of the visual updates and keep an eye out for the updated blog and website coming out in may if you're looking for some more resources to keep your adventurers going check out our tribe on facebook the anthem of the adventurer tribe or our friends over at the adventure challenge you can use the code dan 10 at checkout to get 10 percent off your order for a really amazing book full of challenges for you and your family go out and live your adventure